Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. You can find me on Twitter at DanHarris80. With me, of course, is Matt Peralt, host of the Daily Juice Podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, what's up? Week four, let's get going here. We're, we're kind of right. treading water. We're, we're, we're like a duck right now. We're just kind of treading water. We got to get going. And uh, I mean, it's unfortunate that we're not able to bet on the most exciting game of the week, which is the Jets. I mean, we could. How do if you we feel about it? Honest to gosh, as a Jet fan, how do you feel about your football team right now? I, I think my football team is uh, one of the biggest <laughs> embarrassments in the country, which says a lot. Um, I think that they're horrific and they have the worst coach in the league i I tell you what i really think about this season though what really bugs me by the way though at the time of taping you have the worst coach in the league that's true although there was a report today (laughs) there was a report today that they weren't going to fire him i was like great it doesn't really matter he's not going to i mean whether he survives the season or not i don't know the big thing for me is i don't i maybe you feel differently i don't really feel like i have uh, enough of a sense of whether i can evaluate darnold yet he makes some horrific throws and some terrible decisions, but he also uncorks a lot of pretty amazing things that I've seen him do. And I never, I don't think he's been given a fair shake given his coaching, given the team they put around him. So I guess out of curiosity, before we get into it, how do you, how do you feel about Darnold and the future? Cause I could see us getting the number one pick drafting Lawrence, getting rid of Darnold and then him winning like six championships for the Pats or something like that. Right. Like that's how I could see it. I mean, maybe, I mean, you kind of have to ask me tomorrow morning because I bet the Jets to win today. So, <laughs> so, did I. so, so like if Darnold oh plays, if, if, if he plays his, his butt off and he's, you know, lighting up that defense for the Broncos and I'm going to be like, go Sam Darnold. If yeah. he loses tonight, I'm going to say tank for Trevor. Yeah, well, I'm sure it won't be impressive no matter what. But either way, we are unfortunately both on the Jets side, not in our contest, and we are not advising anybody, don't don't yell at us if the Jets lose. It's just a game that you bet because otherwise, even as a Jets fan, there's absolutely no reason to watch. Okay, so we're going to get into every game for this weekend as we do every single time we record. Uh, But as always, let us recap where we are in the DraftKings Championship. We were 5-5 and coming in, so just kind of treading water, and as Matt said, we're still kind of treading water. We went three and two last week, so at least a winning week. Uh, we're 255th out of 689. So not great, but not the worst in the world. We missed on the Chargers laying six and a half to the Panthers. Remind us never to back a rookie quarterback, as you said. No good. We did hit on the Steelers laying three and a half to the Texans. The Pats laying five and a half to the Raiders, which we both loved. And the Chiefs getting three and a half from the Ravens. We really enjoyed the last time we will see Patrick Mahomes getting points from anyone. Uh, And on the podcast, we had picked the Titans laying two and a half to the Vikings. Matt messaged me on Saturday because we talk, you know, we we generally message throughout the week, said some sharps had really, really pushed him off of that number. So we decided to move off. We didn't really have another pick that we loved. So Matt allowed me to go with the Giants getting three and a half from the 49ers, which just missed. Um, But (laughs) also the other games that we were thinking about also did not go well anyway. We were talking about maybe the Falcons or the Cowboys. So we would have lost that pick anyway. So. Mm -hmm. Three and two, uh, eight and seven on the year. We need a good week. So uh, we're going to go back and forth a bit. Matt is going to list his top choice. I will list my top choice. I talked to Matt briefly before we got on. It sounds like he is not feeling all that good. I have, Matt, I think I have nine games that if you come, came, I don't feel great. Uh, (laughs) Let me qualify that. I don't feel great. But if you came to me right now, if you list one of those games, I will probably just be like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm okay with that. I'll go with that. Um, Okay. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, again, I will remind everybody, props. Props are not out yet. That's just the way it is with the sports books. They don't come out until late. So again, I will remind you, Matt does a live stream on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 
betting pros on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. So that's 8 a.m. Matt's time. He goes through the entire slate for the week. If you've changed anything, he also does props. I give him a couple of props. I was six for six on my props. I only gave Matt two because they were the only two I felt really good about, but I was six for six overall on my props. Again, I do fantasy projections. So Hopefully things are starting to normalize a little bit because the first couple of weeks were a little more difficult for me to get a sense of. But anyway, we will do that. As always, if we change any of the picks we discussed today, we will note them on Twitter at Dan Harris 80 at Sports Talk Matt. Let's get into it. Matt, start us off. Who is your do you have any games that you are like excited about yes. this weekend? Okay. Yes. Go ahead. You want to start with the one I like the most? You can Matt, the world is your oyster, right. man. Start so, with whatever you want. Let's start with the Las Vegas Raiders at home catching two and a half. Oh uh, wow! Already an ugh out of you. Uh, in the, in the well, first, first one. Of all, okay. How long? How long are you just going to avoid the Bills? How long are you just going to fade the Bills until they eventually win the Super Bowl? And you're going to be like, I don't know. Next year, though, that Josh okay, so Allen you, guy. So, so you tell me, should they have won last week? No. So we're going on a team that got a massive break. Is coming across the country to take on a team in the Raiders who are playing at home, who rested a, guy, a bunch of guys, and we don't know exactly who's going to play for the Raiders, but they're getting some guys back for this game. We know a couple of guys who are not coming back, though. We know Brian Edwards is out. Correct. We yep. know Henry Ruggs is almost definitely out. Correct. So you're going to have... Josh Jacobs uh, is playing, and that's all that I need to know about. All right. That He's is, going Josh- to destroy... The Bills gave up so many rushing yards in the second half of that game against the Rams. They can't tackle. That defense yeah. got lit up by the Dolphins, and it got lit up by the Rams. The Raiders are going to run the ball, and J- Jacobs is the best back of the three teams that they got going. I Jacobs prop over everything. Josh Jacobs leads this team to a victory. They're going to win this game outright at home and beat the Buffalo Bills. Take the two and a half. I don't think so. I, right. I, I, you, I heard you talk about it with Dave Sharpen yep. on the Daily Juice, where you made your pick. And again... I, I, I don't just say it because it's part of our network of podcasts. The Daily Juice is a great <laughs> podcast. It's every morning, 15 minutes. I really enjoy it. So, Matt, you already made that pick. So I knew this was coming. Yep. I was ready for it. And I, so I looked into it and I was like, all right, is this something I feel comfortable with? First of all, you have it at three, though, right? You that's bet it what, at three. That's what I bet it at, yes. But I think they win the game outright. So any <sighs> points in general I like. Why? What? What is so? I mean, <laughs> how? Because okay, the let, Bills beat bad teams and they should have lost to the Rams. Uh, they okay, two First, bad teams a week one and two. Okay, how are the Raiders going to be able to stop the uh, Bills' offense? It's going to be a high-scoring game, but yeah, I think of an enough. Yes, they they will okay. stop them enough. A high-scoring game? How I don't understand. Is Josh Jacobs going to run for four hundred yards? Because yeah. they're going to probably put Tre'Davious White on Darren Waller, and Great. there are no other wide receivers out there. You're legitimately just going to have to uh, run the ball. I don't know. What are you? Are you going to mention Zay Jones or uh, Nelson Aguilar? Or there you go. Al- Aguilar has oh, looked no. good in a Raider uniform. Oh, Aguilar, no. Aguilar looks good in no uniform. Matt. I'm telling you, he's looked good. Derek Carr has been accurate, and I'm telling you this. Uh, McDermott's not Belichick, all right? And Waller will be force-fed. I thought the Raiders really were afraid to give the ball to Waller for whatever reason. They, I think yep. they got out belichick in their brain. They should have force-fed Waller. I think they'll force-feed him coming up. And at home, I, I like this team in the comfort of their, home, their own home. And it's kind of been a local story. They went kind of national, but they had a really bad week, okay? This team needs to win a football game to get everybody's oh, mind yeah. off of what happened the on COVID, Monday. The COVID, the, like, uh, the Waller fundraiser. Pres- the, the Waller uh, fundraiser on Monday was bad, really yeah. bad. Ten players, no masks, no social distancing. It was awful. It was really awful. This team needs a victory to get everybody off of that because if they lose, the questions are going to be loud to the, to the Gruden side of, well, 
John, you got fined 100K for not wearing a mask. Ten, two days later, 10 of your players were sitting there at an event without wearing masks. Uh, distraction, not focused, not taking it seriously. Uh, I expect an A-plus effort out of the Raiders coming up this weekend. How many people from either your radio show or from your podcast get, like, get on you on Twitter for how much you fade the bills. It's got to be like... Uh, I would be say like tw- it's 99% of bills fans <laughs> out here from that are uh, negative and 1% uh, say you're uh, right. Well, so, look... I, I mean, yeah. literally, I, I've had people say, you need to apologize. I've had them say, you need to go on, a, on an apology tour, that you need to bet the bills every time now. I want you wearing a bills jersey by the end of the season. Uh, all, all, all sorts of, of things. But I'm going to maintain this. And uh, look, I talked to someone from Pro Football Focus on my show today who yeah. said that Josh Allen's numbers when he's pressured are better than Josh Allen's numbers in a clean pocket. Hmm. That, that tells you that that's a regression coming in a big, big way. When, yeah. when, when you're more accurate, when you're getting guys in your face, that's luck, okay? You, you're getting lucky that you're completing these passes and having big numbers. A regression for the Bills offense is coming this weekend. I have a lot of friends still in Buffalo. I have some family in Buffalo. I went to school there, so I apologize on behalf of Matt Peral. <laughs> Just at him, Sports Talk Matt, not me. Um, By the yeah, way, did you I'm, see that stupid thing going around Twitter about like why people – it's an apology letter to Josh oh, Allen? Oh, I did. Oh, oh you, my goodness, you cowards. I did. You clowns. Just cut it out. Just get get out of here. My The guy can't hit a broadside of a barn still, okay? He's an athlete. Good athlete. That's what he is. To everyone in Buffalo, I love Duff Swings, man. I would I would go get some Duffs right now. <laughs> Give me some Duff right over there. Okay. What's funny uh, too, because I, I, I have a chicken wing addiction. Like, I love Buffalo wings. Yes. It, they're my favorite food. So I should like the Bills, but I just uh, don't. I don't. Oh, my God. This is actually terrible. I have to just make sure um, that I'm not going to say it wrong, because I think it was. Yeah. Okay. Good. Duff Swings. I was like, wait, there's Duff's. It's plural, right? It's not singular. I haven't been there in like 15 years, unfortunately. But Duff's Wings, by the way, if you go there, Anchor Bar, I know they say they invented wings. Duff's yep. is the best. By wow. far. Okay. okay. I love it when the Jets beat writers go up there and they're all like, no, 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 we're going to Duff's. I'm like, that's right. That's what you do. But we are not taking the Raiders. I'm not. Look, I, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see it. I don't okay. see it. With no receivers. That's my big worry. I get. I do think Jacob's going to run all over them. I think they'll go to Waller. But I think that they are going to do the Patriots going to stick my best corner on Darren Waller. And I think, you know, White is good. He He's not Gilmore good, but he's really, really good. And I think that he's going to be able to kind of shut him down. And I think the Patriots showed a little bit what you do. You just kind of get... All of Carr's check down options, you're like, nah, man, we are not giving you this outlet. Feel free to go deep to Nelson Aguilar or Zay Jones or something like that. But we're we're just blanketing your, your check down options. So for me, under a field goal, can't do it. Because that means I have to feel like they're going to win outright, yep. and I just don't. So okay. we're going to put that one off. I'm, I'm, I'm exercising my right to put okay. that one off, as you will with m- multiple picks, I'm sure. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, a game I like, I'll start with this one. Saints laying three and a half to the Lions. So I, I there are a couple minor issues here. Number one, um, Detroit's getting healthier. Kenny Galladay played last week. The defense is getting a little healthier. Saints are dealing with a ton of injuries. Jared Cook, my guess is he's probably not going to play. I'm a little worried about Marshawn Lattimore. Apparently, he's got a little bit of a hamstring. If he doesn't play, that might change the way I feel about it because I really do view this as Lattimore is just going to take away Galladay, just the whole game. And I think Michael Thomas is going to play here. He's practiced the last two days. Sounds like he's trending up. They need to bounce back here. You don't go wrong really fading Matt Patricia, I feel like. And the Saints didn't look good against the Packers. But I don't think the Lions are really going to be able to run on them. 
with AP. I think Lattimore is going to be able to take away Galladay. So you're looking at them moving the ball with Hawkinson and okay. Marvin Jones. And I'm just not that worried about it. And again, you look at this game against the Packers where, you know, eventually the Saints got beat. Taysom Hill doesn't fumble that ball and they can easily win that game. They're still putting up 29 points per game as bad as Drew Brees looks. 29 points per game. They're fourth in offensive DVOA. And that's without Michael Thomas, pretty much. There's no pass rush for the Lions. I think this is a bounce back game for the Saints. There's no fan. So I don't care really about the home field advantage. So for me, I like the Saints length three and a half to the Lions. See, this is the week of home dogs that really concerns me. And I'm concerned about laying points on the road. And you have been fading the Lions. You faded my Lions pick last week. You didn't like I did. it. And, and you X'd it. And they went and won the game outright on they the car, on the Cardinals. I, I'm going to say no to this. And okay. I, don't, the, I don't like the Saints this year at all. And they're my, they were my pick preseason to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Dr- Drew Brees, unless they're going to come up with a package that is half Hill and half Brees, it's really difficult to like the Saints offense. And that's with Alvin Kamara, who's just an absolute destroyer of defenses. Yep. I'm, I'm concerned about the Saints in a big way. And look, they've invested in that defense. Uh, I mean, Stafford played really well. Galladay was a beast. I get it. You take him away. And then what else have you got there? But that's a scary number for me. I, I it really, I, I, I gotta be, I'm very concerned about laying points on the road right now, especially for a team like the Saints. So I got to say no to the Saints. That's totally fine. And again, this is part of what we do. We go back and forth. You, we, Each one of us has the full power to be like, absolutely not. I cannot do that. And that's totally fine. For me, I think they're going to, I think they're going to run. I think they're just going to destroy the okay. Lions in this game. But that that's, that's completely fine. And again, I'm not really fading the road team because of the lack of home field advantage in this mm-hmm. point. If Thomas comes back, I feel fine. Get to your next pick then. Let's see if we can agree. Okay, so my next pick that I like a lot, and this a lot of these plays are based upon numbers here, right? Yep. Eagles plus seven and a half. Really? Over a, over a touchdown. You look at this line. This line should be three. This line shouldn't be seven and a half. This is way too many points here. The Eagles are, everyone's fading them. They're 0-2-1. You know, they're playing so poorly. There are so many injuries on the on the 49ers, we, we don't know who's playing for them. And look, I know the Giants just got destroyed by them running the football. But think about this. If you're Doug Peterson, you lose this game, you're 0-3-1 right now. You might be on the hot seat. You might be on the hot seat now. I don't think Carson Wentz is this bad. I think this is a team that's got, look, they're going to lose this game, I think. But not by more than seven points. I love the seven and a half. The hook here matters to me, taking the Eagles plus seven and a half. Yeah, I agree that the hook, it's on my list. So okay. I'm 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 gonna put this one as a probable. I'm okay. putting it on list. I, I liked it as well. I'm a little nervous. Carson Wentz is playing I mean as yeah. poorly as I could remember a quarterback yep. playing. He's not this bad. Um, but again, a little bit that worries me is they're really down wide receivers right now. I mean, I don't know if Deshaun Jackson's gonna play. We know Jalen Rager's out, we know mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard is out. Mm-hmm. It makes me a little worried. But you talk about that Giants game, man. We were texting during the first half of that game. Daniel Jones doesn't turn the ball over like right by the half. That's a not it wasn't like they blew them out of the water right out of the gate. Like right. the 49ers right now are not that good. Garoppolo's not gonna play. Kittle, I guess, is gonna play. It Looks sounds that like way, that, yep. which which does make me a little yep. worried. And I think it sounds like McKinnon is also healthy, so they'll at least have the two backs. Most of it's not gonna play. But I agree with you here. I mean, they're just given all the injuries on defense, given everything that's starting, the desperation that is going to set in for the Eagles, which you wouldn't know necessarily because of the fact that they played for the tie against Cincinnati, (laughs) which was just absolutely ludicrous. 
Uh, I'm okay with it. So let, let's put that one in in pencil, but okay. I think that's one that we're going to go with. And shocked, shocked that that's what you went with. Mm. Um, okay. How about, and this one, again, this is sort of, I guess, similar to the Saints, but what do you think about the Cardinals laying three and a half at the Panthers? To me, I think this last game was a bit of a wake-up call for the Cardinals. You've heard Larry Fitzgerald talk about it. It was like, what well, you know, you've got sort of these suddenly Super Bowl aspirations, and then this game comes along and just knocks you on your butt. The caveat is, for me, DeAndre Hopkins has missed the last two days of practice with an ankle injury. It may be nothing. It may just be routine maintenance. If he's out, forget it. I I don't want anything about this. But they should be able to run all day. I think there's a big Kenyon Drake game for them and Kyler Murray running the ball. I don't love the Panthers. They're coming off that win, like good for them, but I think it's a letdown spot for them. I think the Cardinals are angry. I think they're way better than we saw against the Lions. So now this kind of goes with the Saints laying three and a half on the road, but Cardinals at the Panthers, three and a half. What do you think? Put it in pen. Ooh, all right. Okay, very Cardinals, good. look, here's the thing with the Panthers, and I, I got into a little bit of an argument. I mentioned, I was talking to someone from Pro Football Focus. They were trying to make the case that the Panthers are a better offense without McCaffrey. And what? I just was like, what do you mean? The, 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 and the person was like, it was Eric Eager. He was like, look, he's like, you can make a case for this offense being more pro- more prolific because they they share the football when they don't have McCaffrey on the field. And so they go to the wide receivers. They'll go to different running backs. It's not just all McCaffrey, McCaffrey. I think that that's kind of nuts, personally. I think he's one of the top five best players in the game, and you feed that guy as much as possible because him versus a linebacker. And he's like, well, they throw the ball over 10 yards when they've got McCaffrey on the sidelines. With him, he starts five yards behind the line of scrimmage, which I guess in theory makes sense, but it's still Christian McCaffrey. So this Panthers team... I know I got caught. I think we had the Chargers last week, right? We did. Yeah, yes. I, I had it. In both. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. That was yeah. the one that we we sort of let, and you felt pretty good about yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I had it on both. I had it on the the DraftKings, and I had it on on, on the Circa Million pick. So I got I went zero and two on that. I, I'm gonna I'm okay going back and fading the fading the Panthers again. Yeah. I don't. I think they're garbage, and I Very think that, good. I, I think there was just. Some points left on the field there by a rookie. I think there were some mistakes there that shouldn't have happened. I mean, the defense basically bent and didn't break. They they stopped him inside the red zone a bunch of times, held him to field goals. So maybe it was a little bit of a better performance than I thought offensively. But the Cardinals, I'm with you. Coming up of a loss, yep. it's, it's only three and a half. Yep. Uh, and, and Hopkins, I think, is going to play. I mean, he's a guy who's notorious for, you know, not practicing during the if week If he sometimes. doesn't play, I will revisit it. And we, you know, again, yeah. I always hit on Saturday night. I always tweeted out what our final picks are because that's when I put them in. I don't put them in. We can yeah. put them in on Sunday morning. I put them in on Saturday night. So follow us on Twitter, Dan Harris, 80 Sports Talk, Matt, um, just in case we change it. But assuming he plays, which right now I'm assuming he does, I'm I'm totally on board with it. So this is good. It's an in pen. Okay. Subject to Hopkins. Go ahead to your next one. Good. Uh, second one. Why are the Cowboys favored by four and a half points? Mm-hmm. This, this is, is a good question. This is kind of nuts to me. I mean, the Cowboys yep. are not good right now. They've got big problems. They have internal issues with whether or not the, the owner is saying things about Dak Prescott publicly, saying he's not Patrick Mahomes and, well, who is? But so, so Jerry Jones's comments were interesting. I think there's big issues, and I think the Browns are coming along here. And yep. they're starting to grow on me, and I think Stefanski's offense is starting to take hold a little bit. That defense playing a little bit better than maybe we thought they were going to be, and it's four and a half. Yeah. So again, this is a numbers play for me, but I think the Cowboys win the game, but they might win. I think they win by a field goal. I'll take the four and a half points here with the Browns. So I, I'm with you. I want to know though whether or not if Kareem Hunt misses this game because he's missed practice several days in a row now with a groin injury, and today Odell Beckham Jr. popped up 
on the injury report with a back injury that he's apparently playing through. I Mm -hmm. don't know about that because this is a big game for Beckham coming. I think Mm -hmm. if he's fully healthy, right? I mean, the corners can't stop him. I, 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 it it was on my list, so I'm good with it right now. That that does make me a little worried about it. I'm not sure. You know, I don't think Denzel Ward is going to come back and play yet, which I don't really think matters. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I, I. what I really get at is after that first game against the Ravens, we were like, oh, no, right. same old Browns. But they, I mean, yes, they let Cincinnati backdoor cover, but they they completely dominated that mm-hmm. game yep. uh, and and uh, against the uh, Washington football team. So they're they're a better team than they're being given credit for. And if you're if you're saying, why don't we fade the Cowboys? I'm totally about that. Like every single week, mm. I'm fine to do that because I was I've been about them and I've been like, oh, I think they're going to do it. But no. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. Let's put that one in in like erasable pen just in case we've got <laughs> something there. But I'm pretty good with that. I'm pretty good with that. I have a couple of other games okay. that I like. Let me go and I have a feeling you're not going to like this one, although you probably just hate both these teams. You're like, this is just a stay away to me. But there's another road favorite, so I know you're not loving it. The Colts laying two and a half to Chicago. The Bears are the most fraudulent 3-0 team in like the history of the National Football League. They've barely squeaked by the Lions, the Giants, and the Falcons. I think the Colts' defense is legitimate. I mean, forget about what they did to the Jets. You and I could do that to the Jets. <laughs> I, they destroyed Minnesota, which I, I think, you know, you saw last week. Minnesota against Tennessee— they, they can score. They can put up points. I think what they did there is a lot on their defense as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, the Vikings offense. They didn't play well against Jacksonville. They let them get back into the game. It's fine. You can do that. They've got a lot of injuries on offense. They're without Paris Campbell. They're without Michael Pittman Jr. But the offensive line is elite. I think they've kind of got this figured out right now where they're going to go to a lot of two tight end cents so they can get in Mo Ali Cox and Jack Doyle. And I think they've got enough on offense. If you're laying less than a field goal, like I think the Colts are going to win this game. I think Chicago stinks for, <laughs> I mean, that that's overstating it. So for me, I like the Colts even in Chicago laying two and a half. Are you afraid about teams preparing for, for falls and that, and that, you know, the reason why that fell, that that thing fell apart is because they prepped for Trubisky. Uh, sorry. We're talking about Atlanta blowing a massive fourth quarter lead, right? Yeah, I know. But I just wonder, I mean, because I, I thought about this game. I mean, I looked at it and, yeah. and, and I went, okay, what do I think is the most likely thing to happen? Yeah, the Colts probably winning. And if they win, they probably win by and cover this. But man, I, I'm, I'm concerned about... But the thing is, it's not that like defense. they've been preparing. They they're not preparing. They haven't been preparing for this game for weeks. This isn't the first game of the season where they've right. been like, "Oh, we're getting ready for Trubisky." They've been preparing for it. They've known Foles was going to be the quarterback. Now, I do not like betting against Nick Foles. I really don't because he is able to do that. He didn't really play all that well against the Falcons. He really didn't. He made a lot of you know questionable throws. Both the guys in our fantasy football podcast, Mike Tagliere and Kyle Yates, are Bears fans. Like they were lamenting the fact almost that they won and everybody was lauding Nick Foles because as much as he brought them back, he didn't play well. But I'm okay. We've got question marks about that one. You you don't feel that good about it? That's okay. I We've just got- don't know who the Colts are yet. That's yeah. my thing. Like what ha- what Jonathan Taylor. Should have had a monster game last weekend. I'm telling you, I, Tag said the exact same thing on the fantasy podcast. They had that game won from a minute in, and they knew it. They didn't need to do anything. So Jonathan Taylor, I know we're all disappointed at his production, even though he found the end zone. Tags mentioned it on our fantasy pros football podcast that he was like, he didn't just, 
I don't know. He didn't look like he had good vision. He wasn't making any moves. He was running sort of... into the line, into linemen. Yes, he was running he was. straight into the back. He wasn't. He wasn't bouncing. He was like the the hole wasn't there, and he's like, I don't care. I'm going through the a gap. That's right. It whether was it's there dis- or not, <laughs> it was disinterest. That's what it was. It was this game is over. Let's just run the clock out. It doesn't really matter. Hmm. That's what I think about it anyway. I'm not I'm not willing to to be worried whatsoever about Taylor because a lot of people were asking about that from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. I'm not worried about it at all. No, I just think it was give me whatever. This game's over. So this interest, but that's Oof. fine. It's okay because we do have three games already that we are both willing to go with. So if you have questions about that, that's fine. Do you have another one then? Who's your next one? Well, I only have one left because we agree on the we agree on the Browns and we agree on the Cardinals. Correct. So I only have one left, and you might you might actually kind of go, what the at this pick? I'm ready. Houston Texans at home laying three and a half. Okay. It's all right, so it's not on my list, but talk me through it. It's not it's not on the it's not on the other side. So talk me through it. Okay, so the Vikings, I think, are not a good football team right now. And I think when you have an 0-3 football team who have played, the, I mean, arguably the hardest beginning of any season that I can re- I can remember. I'm 43. I can't remember a harder start to a year than to go up against the Ravens, Chiefs, and on the road at Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that, that is just absolutely ridiculous. So I, I think Watson and company have a big day. I think this defensive secondary for the Vikings is young, inexperienced, and clueless. There's going to be about 13,000 fans in the building, so it's going to have a little bit of a home field advantage. I think their backs are against the wall, and, and they know that you know you're paying Watson all this money. You got you gave up on Hopkins. You, you traded him away. There's a lot of pressure on O'Brien and company to deliver here and turn the ship around. I think it starts here with this Vikings team that's really bad, and I think they've got their COVID questions going around. They they miss practice, miss two days of practice and preparation for Watson. I think this is where the finally a win for the Texans by seven. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I lean towards the Texans. So we we can put it in pencil. I'm a little worried about a few things. Number one, there are a lot of injuries popping up on the practice report this week. Will Fuller, who is always on the (laughs) on the injury report, I think with a hamstring. So we'll have to monitor his status because he does really change that offense a bit. Number two, I'm a little worried that the Vikings found something here with Justin Jefferson and realizing what they needed to do to score points offensively. So I'm a little worried that they might be able to keep it close. They're also desperate. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, in a different way, but they are desperate. So I, I'll put that one in pencil. And I want to talk about a couple other games here that we can think about. So okay. we've got these, we've got these, these two, I'm going to put the Colts on, on, it wasn't an outright, absolutely not. We're not going to do it. Right. Yeah. Neither are the Texans. So we've got the Saints, definitely not. Yeah. And the uh, Raiders, definitely not. Let's go. Let me ask you this, because I know that the number here annoys you where it is on DraftKings. I don't remember if it's different on circuits on Circa, but what about the Pats? They're getting six and a half in KC. What are they in the Circa? For Same. Now? Okay. Okay. So here's the thing on this game. I'm going to bet this game. All right. I'm also going to tease this game. Taking the Patriots at eight when it gets there. Now it's going to okay. get there. It's not there yet. But the Patriots plus eight, because I think the books are going to go there for teasers. They're going to go to eight. So I think we're going to get eight at some point in the next 24, 48 hours. Yeah, and I heard you talking about that too yeah, with Dave Sheriff. I'll, t- I'll, yeah. pa- I'll take the Pats at eight. Okay. And I am going to, at seven in a contest, I would take the Patriots. At six okay. and a half, I would take the Chiefs. That's fair. That's fair. And the consensus line right now, again, I'm on bettingpros.com. You can get consensus lines. I'll give you a couple of the breakdowns, by the way, of how the consensus experts are doing the picks. 55% still on the Pats, even at six and a half. Mm. If I have to choose one, I'll still go the Pats. I think this sets up really well for them. The, the you know, brilliant game by everybody on the Chiefs. They don't stop the run 
nearly as well. I think you're going to get a lot of Newton as they try to control the clock. They do what the Ravens basically look like they were going to try to do from the get-go, and then right. they just turned into a passing machine, which when they fell behind. Well, you can't so go down. I, I mean, the Pats and the Ravens are going to run the same offense, and, and yep. if, they, if they go down by 14, it's all she wrote. It's game over. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. So I do lean that way at 6.5, but it is something where, you know, I know that the hook really is what it is, and I think if you're getting there and you can get that in Vegas, well, you should... I'm, Go ahead. I, I, I mean, I'm mad. I mean, I'm, I'm about this line. I think this is a mistake by both contests. And and I and I understand. It is six and a half, by the way. You said in yeah, it, it, it's in both. It's six and a half, and I think it's wrong You're... because th- this number is going to be off by a point and a half. Yeah. And, and so that ticks me off because normally they predict where the number is going to go. You're telling me that people are going to the the window to bet the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, come on. After what they just yeah. did in prime time on Monday Night Football, that's not. I mean, normally the Patriots Chiefs game would be on. You know. Prime time, blow it up, marquee game, Brady versus, you know, versus the young stud and Patrick Mahomes, defending champs against the team that they beat against, you know, I believe Mahomes is 0-3 still against the Patriots and, and, and or 1-4 against Brady. So you would have had that whole storyline going on is can Mahomes finally beat Brady? Well, that was last week for them against the Ravens. So a letdown game for the Patriots fits in perfectly for Belichick. So I, yeah. I still think, I, I think very much like the Chargers game where the Chargers got out to a really good start. I don't hate a bet on the Patriots in the first half here to have a lead at, at the half. And then the second half, the Chiefs get to life and, and then they win the game, but maybe not covering that six and a half point line. So like, I, I, I don't hate a play in the Patriots, but yeah. from, from a betting perspective, I think you, you, have to, you have to get seven or higher to bet it for the Patriots. And it is seven out there. Again, I mentioned it on Betting Bros. We have the consensus lines from the various sports books. We do have two sevens showing right now, one at BetMGM and one at Fandle. They're both at plus seven. So that's a little different. But everybody else that I can see is at six and a half. So yeah, it's a tough one. Under a touchdown, it's a little bit tough for me to do. Let me go down, by the way, a couple of, of uh, just the how the, you know, on, on Betting Bros., com. We have a bunch of experts. Matt and I make our picks as well, making picks so you get this consensus of where people are with the lines. Now, Philadelphia at San Francisco, it's minus seven in the consensus line. So we're actually getting the better of the line and still 66% of experts are going with Philly in that sense. Yeah. I will say that even at Buffalo uh, laying three and a half to Las Vegas, 77% of people are on Buffalo. So I just want to put that out there for you. Uh, Indianapolis laying two and a half to Chicago, which is the consensus line, just like ours. That is 60% of experts are going with Indianapolis. By the way, He's, did you guys ever run the number based upon what the what our experts go? Yes. In totality? I, because if, I, does it matter? if Because if, on a public side of things, if 75% are on one side, I like being in the 25%. Right. So yeah. like, so I'm curious about like, well, how are our experts doing if the 75% matter? Like, does it matter they're on 75% on one no, side? No, <laughs> no. It's a good point. It's a good point. What I can also do, what I sh- I'll do next time because I don't want to delay us too much as I have all the moving parts. <laughs> but you can look at the, the people who are the most accurate or yes. who are doing better in units and you can see just how they are picking any specific game No, that's game something I'll well. be, yeah, let's talk about those guys. We're going to do those guys okay. next week. Don't worry about it. Hopefully makes, it'll be me, that makes me and you. No, it won't be me and you. No. Okay. I play straight. Because I'm doing strategy in that, so right. so, so I'm 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 doing th- like I never play three unit games, but I'll do three unit games on that. <laughs> That's it's, fair. That's it's fair. Fun. No, I do I do uh, much more of my level of confidence that I, yeah. I definitely do change it and I go higher on that. Okay, so just a couple other ones because I want to just for the games that we're going. Uh, the Vikings at Houston, Houston laying three and a half, sixty five percent. With Houston. So okay. that that's something good. New Orleans uh, giving four. We are at three and a half. Giving four to Detroit, 68% on New Orleans. Dallas, 66% laying four and a half 
That's not going to be me and you, though. Uh, Seattle, we'll get to that game in a minute. Hold on. I want to talk about that one. 82% uh, are on wow. Arizona. Oh, good. Are on Arizona. Good. Okay. So well, that's it. Uh, and we've got that. And just so you know, 57% are on the Jets. So we'll hope that goes well. But anyway, let's move on here then. And 55% are on New England. I may mention that at six and a half. Talk to me about Seattle laying six and a half oh, to Miami. Okay. This, it's not such, a game I, this I really want to. a hard game because. It is, right? The sharp side. Do you agree that the sharp side for me, like the side that makes the most sense, putting aside the, oh my God, it's Russell Wilson. And why are you ever going to bet against Russell Wilson? To me, is Miami at home getting six and a half. That that's yeah. the, the better side. Well, like I said, this is the week of home dogs. And historically speaking, in the NFL, home teams catching points, you want to be on that side. In particular, over a field goal, teams at home getting more than a field goal, you want to be on that side. So, I mean, granted, it's going to be greasy and grimy and a backdoor might be needed to cover it. But yeah, I mean, I think this is either a dog or a no play for me because you can easily see a letdown after the Cowboys and all this praise, all this love. They're going literally to the two farthest Seattle to Miami is the farthest distance between cities you can play in the NFL. So it's a huge road trip. You're going into the heart of COVID-19 country in Miami, in Miami-Dade County. So you got yep. that whole concern going on for Seattle. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I don't like this, but if I was going to take it, if I had to, I would take the Dolphins, yes. If you if you came in on this, you were like, Dan, you know what I like? I like the Dolphins. Oh my God, it's great. No, I can't. I would take it. I know, it's gross. Um, it's, uh, it's too big of a risk. I, I I don't want to be there on Sunday going against Russell Wilson. I just no, I choose not, not right to now. do that. N- not until yeah. not unless DK Metcalf gets hurt. Right. If yeah. D- if DK Metcalf gets hurt, then it changes everything. But he is a matchup nightmare for every defense. And Wilson's got this crazy ability of throwing the football up and it stays up there for like an eternity. And Metcalf just runs underneath it. And he, I know. Pl- and he plays basketball. He boxes out the DB. Catches, oh, he's awesome. It, it's incredible. I mean, it's just... It, as it, long as he can unst- hold on to the ball before right. he crosses the goal line. Well, that's too, really yeah. what you but gotta it's, do, But right? he's unstoppable, and he's unguardable. Even with double teams, he's unguardable. So it's so difficult uh, to, to look at Seattle and, like, their defense gets to play better because they're always playing with the lead. So they yep. pin their ears back and just go after the quarterback. And, like, I mean, they're beatable. But right now, I mean, this whole like charge to get Wilson an MVP, I think the team really wants to do it. I think this is like the, the, the calling card of 2020 for the for the Seattle Seahawks is to get Russell Wilson the MVP because he's, he's playing also, like it. He's playing out of control. And yep. he does the thing where he drops it in the bucket better than anyone I can remember yeah. ever doing, where he's able to throw that ball. It's really amazing. And it's great. It's good to watch. And again, you talk about what they're going to do in this game. They really have no running game. Maybe Chris Carson plays. I doubt it. Even Carlos Hyde is on the injury report, so they're right. really going to be throwing. So, yeah, I think Miami is the right side. I will probably have it, for example, on our site. That's the side that I would go with. But, yeah, it makes me a little worried about it getting into the contest. So, again, we we may have our five in the three we kind of like and two <laughs> we don't absolutely hate. But let's go through a couple more here. Okay. Um, I know this goes against the Peraltism, so it's <laughs> off the table. But if you came in and you wanted, hold on one sec, sorry. This is just where my garage door opens. Clinton, <laughs> I was like, that's what it sounds like. I was like, it sounds does like it a sound, Can you hear it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, that I'll like let, a garage I'll, door. <laughs> I, Clinton sometimes leaves this in the video. If you're watching us on bettingpros.com slash YouTube, hello, my office is on top of my garage and my wife, oh, without a doubt, 
and I do seven podcasts a week, no matter what time it is, she I guarantee you she is leaving to come in and out of this garage door. Yeah, so Clayton, you can feel free to yeah. leave Mine's that right in by here, so you probably you, you'll hear my kid running around right by me. That's so, all right. Yeah. That's all right. My kids are usually <laughs> busting. Okay. So uh if you came and you said, uh, Dan, I just I got this feeling, man. I think they're gonna be so mad at what happened on Monday, and I wanna take the Ravens oh. laying twelve and a half. To Washington, I would do it. I I think they are going to be so angry right now. Dwayne has. I mean, this is a backdoor waiting to happen. Of course it is. Of course it's. Which is why you know you know what it really probably is. It's a Dwayne Haskins gets benched or you know hurt, God forbid, or anything like that, and Kyle Allen comes in and scores like two meaningless touchdowns for them to lose by ten or something like that. So I, I get it. I assume it I assumed it was off the table, which is why it was way it's down. Just on too my many list right I now. mean it's a prime teaser game. I mean yeah, go after that's the true. Te- go after the teaser here and tease this thing down. And yeah. and I uh I I think that's the way to be but twelve and a half is just Get it below a touchdown, and, and I agree, but you got to protect against the back door, and that back door is going to be open, I think. Well, it, the consensus lines, it is now up to 13 and a half. Boy. With- 14 at certain places and everybody's coming in well you get me over 14 and a half i think you bet you you may wind up betting it's like last year right with uh the the patriots where you were doing that at the beginning of the season where you were like oh the line's just 17 and i don't even hate it so that's where it is okay but that's fine we could say all that one and I mean, unless you like the underdog, which I assume you don't, given no. how much you hate the Giants, the Giants getting 12 and a half from the Rams. Oh, my gosh. No. I mean, but, I don't want that game at all. But I here's, mean, that's the, not he, he, here's the thing, though. Should the Rams be favored that much against anybody? Like, the, like I, I, I don't like the number, but that, again, is a dog or no play. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The Rams are good, but I mean, I guess because they're at home. It's, it's, you know, after the two back-to-back trips to the East Coast. Now they're at home taking on a horrible team that they have a chance to put some numbers up on the board. But I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of points. Giants, who's, the wor- oh. who's the worst team, Giants or Jets, by the way? Because I've been getting Jets. this question a lot. Yeah, by far, right? Yeah, okay. Jets. Thank you. Not, so all my friends question. who are listening, you have it now from yeah, a yeah. and yeah, unbiased. From, the, there's not even a, a debate in my mind. And that's without, thank Sa- you. That's without Saquon Barkley. Oh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't understand why there's a discussion. Like the Jets are on their own tier of terribleness. But yeah, I look for me, the Rams. Yeah, I. I, I get that it seems crazy that it's that big a favorite, but it's a game I don't want to touch. I mean, it's just not something. Yeah, you can't lay in these contests. You can't lay double digits. It's just even even out of the contest, though. I, I don't want to touch it yeah. at all. Like, I, I get that the spread sort of is like, wow, that's crazy. Uh, I do think that the Rams offense, you saw what they could do very easily. I mean, I know you hate Buffalo's defense, but they can put up points in an instant. And especially if you've got something at home or now on the road without noise. For McVeigh to be in golf series, you talk about all the time. Yep. Let's go to, and by the way, 63% of experts even at 12 and a half are leaning towards the Rams. Uh, let's go. How about the Jaguars getting three and a half from the Bengals? Do you have any lean on that? I, I These are games I wouldn't bet with your money. Yeah. I mean, I mean you can if you want. Be, because here's the thing with them. the Jags, okay? They're going to be, they're so tough to predict. Like I, I thought against Miami, I was on, I was on the Jags. Yeah. They have talent. I mean, they're not horrible. They're not great, but they have talent. And so I look at, I don't know yet about Joe Burrow. I'm, I'm coming around. I'm talking about betting on him. I'm, yep. com- I'm coming around on the idea that Burrow might be a guy that the books are undervaluing his ability, his moxie, his toughness, his ability to backdoor cover, which is, 
you know, Joey Backdoor may be a nickname that we're given because we're, we're laughing about it, but that might stick. He might be yep. a dude that just, even when they're losing, he could come out. And then the tie last week against the Eagles, I think that benefited the Bengals. It gives them some confidence going into this game. So I don't like it, but if I had to pick a side, I'd be on the Bengals. Yeah, I think with the hook, I'd go Jaguars. I think that the lo- I'm assuming DJ Tark plays because I really think that the loss of DJ Tark last week was big. completely messed him up. Chris Conley dropped two. Ball, I just, you know, it was terrible. That doesn't explain why Ryan Fitzpatrick almost set a record for, you know, completions <laughs> in a row. But I, I, I think I'd probably lean at three and a half towards the Jaguars. But again, it's a complete stay away game. I think there's only two that we haven't touched on. Okay. Uh, one of them is the Chargers getting seven and a half from the Bucks. See, w- l- let me throw it back at you for a second. Yes. How good is this Bucks offense when healthy? Uh, when healthy, I think they're pretty good there. I don't think they're an elite offense uh, at this point. Cause I think that Brady has really taken a step back and I think he's yeah. feeling the, cause it's effect. strength on strength here. Okay. This is defense yeah. for the chargers offense for the pet, for the bucks. I think they, I think the chargers keep this game within a touchdown. I think the bucks win, but if I had to pick a side, I don't like it, but I, I think the number matters here. I would take the chargers. The consensus has gone down to seven for what it's worth. So you're getting the hook in the contest. Yeah. Um, I, I think there are a couple of things. I think Chris Godwin's out. Right. I think that really hurts because I think Godwin's huge. I think Scotty Miller may be out. He's struggling right now, I think, with a groin injury, which I didn't even realize necessarily. So and I think Leonard Fournette is going to be out. They're really hurting on offense. But as you aptly predicted before we got into the season, the Chargers are completely decimated with injuries, they just put Chris Harris uh, Jr. on IR. They lost Melvin Ingram. We know they lost Erwin James. I and I don't want to bet on a rookie QB at this point. Yeah. I just I, I don't I don't love him. I'd rather if you were willing, if you felt the same way about it, and we had to pick one, I would certainly go with the Colts getting the giving the two and a half to the Bears. There's one other game I think that we haven't checked on. And that's Monday night, which okay. is the Falcons getting seven and a half from the Packers. Tease it, tease it, tease it. This is my week. This is my teaser. I, I'm teasing Green Bay down to one. Okay. But I don't like this game. <laughs> but I yeah. think I think Green Bay wins. But I don't I don't You know like... Alan Lazard also is almost certainly out. I think Devonta yeah. Adams is coming back, but Yeah, I think Adams back is a bit is, is is a big it, deal. it makes a yeah, yeah, of course. It's a huge deal. But I think yep. they win. I, I think Green Bay wins. But I don't like that number. I think that that's heavy here. And because yep. I think the Falcons, I mean, again, this is another team playing for their lives and the hook matters. Seven and a half. That hook matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't like it either way. I just don't want to go near it. I don't know what the Packers are. The Packers is good. I can't, I can't really tell. I mean, Rogers is playing at a old Rogers level, but I'm still not convinced a hundred percent. Well, it, it kind of throws it back in the face of a lot of us who expected the regression because of the one the one score wins last year. Yeah, and everyone said, "Oh, that team that went to the NFC Championship game, they're not really that good because look how many games they won by one score." And in, in a way, it kind of showed us the other way of like, well, they were good enough to win and be on the right side of all those one scores. So, yeah. I mean, I think this Falcons team is really bad, and look, Julio might come back if he does. I think it's significant, but if he doesn't. You know, that's a that's a pretty big loss as well. And this Falcons team just keeps on finding new and impressive ways to blow games. So it's bad. It's really bad. In uh, prime time. Yeah. In prime time. Fifty nine percent in in Lambo. Fifty nine percent of people are of experts are on Green Bay at minus seven right here. OK, so uh, here's what I've got, Matt. And you tell me if I'm wrong. The Eagles are getting seven and a half from the 49ers. We like that one. Yep. 
The Cardinals are laying three and a half to the Panthers. We like that one. Yep. The Browns are getting four and a half from the Cowboys. We like that one. Yep. Uh, the Texans are laying three and a half to the Vikings. You like that one. Yeah. I'm okay with it. And it's passable for me. Okay. And the Colts are laying two and a half to the Bears. You don't like it. But it's but passable. You, you don't hate it as much as you hate every other game. No, I, I, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't hate it. I mean, I need Rivers to not throw interceptions. And I need Rivers to get rid of the football and not get sacked and have pick sixes and whatnot. But as long as. I can't guarantee any of that. Yeah. As, that, as, I, as long I, as it doesn't happen, I think the Colts win. Okay. All right. I think, I, I think, look, I will, I, I am a little worried about, I would feel better about it with Trubisky for sure. Yes. Um, oh, fading Trubisky. Sure. I, I'm, I'm, I have a master's degree in favor fading, <laughs> fading that guy. I love fading that dude. Nick Foles scares me just because I, I wonder if they're, I mean, again, you're playing with a new quarterback, new options. And I think, I mean, it's funny. Nick, Nick's comments after the game were like, I feel for Mitch and I was there. I've been there for Mitch. It's like, yeah, buddy, you don't care. You're starting, man. You got a job again and you know it's your job because Matt Come Nagy. Come on. Matt Nagy, is like the nicest dude. Nah, don't Matt be Nagy was be... waiting. He was waiting to make that change. He wanted well, to do that when they signed him, but he couldn't do it until. I mean, he in, in, in a game in which Trubisky didn't play that badly, he threw one pick. And the second time, he, as soon as he threw a pick, he was benched. Boom. Well, instantly. <laughs> I think what it was is they clearly wanted Foles to be the starter. Yeah. But you couldn't go to Foles and ever go back to Mitch. Right. It was it was done. So you had to start Mitch, see what you had. And then he played terribly in that first game and then miraculously had this awesome fourth quarter and they won the game. You're like, all right, well, now we're kind of here. <laughs> we're but stuck. once he went to Foles, I was talking with the guys too. They were like, I don't know, maybe they go back to Mitch. I was like, no, no, no this is done. And it's then over. he named him the starter. Okay, so those are our five picks. I like That's it. it. Unless we change. If you talk to, you know, you get some good inside information like you often do, yep. let me know and we can change it. We will tweet it out. Again, tune in to uh, Matt's live stream, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on Sunday mornings. He's going to go through the whole slate. I'll let you know if we change. He'll have some props for you. As I did last week, I will send him a couple of props on Saturday night that he can relay to you guys. And that is it. Follow us along again on Twitter at Dan Harris 80 and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt will talk to you in the morning Mm. on the Daily Juice podcast. I will talk to you next week or on the Fantasy Pros football podcast. See you then.